Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 19, 2019. I'm teaching a series all year long entitled Heaven on Earth. And for the last couple of weeks now, I've been teaching um, about pressing through it. As a believer, if you are going to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be, you're going to face some stuff. You're going to have to overcome some things. And you are going to have to have the grit and the determination to press through whatever it is that you face on the road to your destiny. So we've been looking at the Apostle Paul who had to press through a bunch of things. And I want to go back to a passage again that he wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 2 through 10 from the New International Version. The title of today's message is The Power of Is Not About Me. There's a there's a liberating power in embracing the fact that it's not about you. Um, the now late, the recently, uh, you know, one of one of the generals in the body of Christ went home to be with the Lord not that long ago, um, Apostle Nate Holcomb, and um, he famously said, "It's all about him." And he he always preached about Jesus and and how our life is supposed to be all about him. So there is power in knowing that it's not about me. There is power in acknowledging the fact that it is all about him. That when I get to the point where my life is about him, where it is in him that I live and I move and I have my being, it is in my life. I am not a self-made man. I did not pull myself up by my own bootstraps. No, I didn't get here by my by the sweat of my brow. It wasn't just me. It wasn't something that I did. I don't get to take the credit. I am not self-righteous. I am not self-made. It's all about God. It's all about him. Paul acknowledged that it wasn't about him, and that's where Paul's strength came from, and that's where our strength would come from as well. So this is what the Apostle Paul said about himself. He says, I know a man, he's writing in third person, I know a man in Christ who about 14 years ago went up to heaven. Now, whether he was in the body, out of the body, I don't know, God knows. But this man, he went up there once again, whether in the body, out of the body, I don't know, God knows, but he was caught up to paradise, and he heard inexpressible things, things that are really not lawful for a human to be able to say. Now, I will boast in a man like that, but I will not boast in myself. If I want to say something about myself, I would just say that I'm weak. However, if I did boast about myself, because he acknowledged that God did use him in a mighty way. He says, if I am, if I, if I were to, to boast about the things that I've done, then I wouldn't be a fool. I would actually be speaking the truth, but I refrain. Why? Because I don't want anyone to think more highly of me than they ought to think. But because of these surpassingly great revelations that I experienced in heaven, there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh. It was, it was assigned to me, a messenger from Satan assigned to me to keep me from get, becoming conceited. He was like, this, this, he acknowledged that there was a, a demon that was assigned to me to keep me from getting the big head. And, and, and three times I asked the Lord, Lord, please come on now, I, take this thing away. And God said, no. God said, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is only made perfect in your weakness. The word perfect there means mature. My power is mature in your weakness. My power is developed. My power is manifested in your weakness. So Paul said, therefore, I will boast more gladly in my weaknesses then, so that Christ's power may rest upon me. And that's why for Christ's sake, I take pleasure in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and in difficulties for when I am weak, then am I made strong. There is power in knowing and acknowledging the fact that it's not about you. And that's what I'm talking about today. So what does this mean to you on today, this morning? I have three things to share with you this morning. As I'm preparing to release these things, I want you to open up your heart now to hear what God is saying through me. Three things for you this morning. You ready? Here we go. Number one, Paul did not earn his trip to heaven. Paul went to heaven, right? 
he didn't earn it. It's not like he could take credit for it. And, 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 it, and maybe you haven't gone to heaven, but you've had experiences with God. And the truth is, you didn't earn those things. You, you don't deserve them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you have to acknowledge the grace of God. When, when Paul talked about him going to heaven, he put the emphasis on God. He took no credit for the trip. And the fact that he took no credit for the trip is actually one of the reasons why he was qualified to go. See, when God knows that you're not going to take credit for the blessing, then he's free to give you the blessing. But see, some people are not in that position. Some people are, are self-righteous. Some people are so puffed up with themselves that God can't give them something. Because if God blesses them like they've been asking God to bless them, when they tell the story, they're going to make it all about them. They, have you ever heard somebody, we say in church, hey, uh, who has a testimony? And they come up. And they say, okay, yeah, I have a testimony. You give them the mic and you're like, all right, go ahead, give your testimony. And, and, and they're supposed to be testifying about what God did, right? God's goodness. And they start telling the story and all of a sudden they make it all about them. They go, well, I prayed X, you know, th this long and I did X and I did Y and I did Z. And because I did these things and God did. No, see, now you done messed it up. So now you're trying to make the story all about you. Paul was like, look, man, I don't know. I went to heaven. It wasn't, it wasn't me at all. It wasn't about anything that I did. He didn't mention any of his qualifications. He didn't mention anything that he did to earn it or to deserve it. It was all about God. See, God wants to bless you richly, but he wants to know that you're humble enough to be able to receive the blessing without thinking that you did it on your own. You want the promotion. God wants to give it to you, but he wants to give it to you in such a way to where you acknowledge that it was him because he doesn't want to give it to you. And then you turn around to just tell everybody that you did it without him. Right? So my question for you then is, can you stand to be blessed? Can God actually give you what you've been asking for without you turning around and taking the credit for what he clearly did? You have to make sure that he gets the glory. Now, if he gets the glory, then you can get the benefits, and, and that's okay with God. That arrangement is just fine with God. Number two, Paul acknowledged the fact that he did not have the power to deal with the messenger from Satan. So he was like, hey, man, there was this demon that was assigned to me. It was a messenger from Satan. And watch this. He didn't say, I just dealt with it. He didn't say, oh, I, I took care of that demon. He didn't say, I struck him down in my own power. He didn't say anything about himself. He said, no, I knew I couldn't do it. So I asked God to take it away. I couldn't take it away. I couldn't deal with it. I asked God to take the demon away. And I asked God to do it three times. And God said, no, God said, my grace is sufficient. But the point is that God is not free to release his power in you, with you, through you, if you're in the way. If you're the reason why maybe you haven't experienced the supernatural is because there's too much of you in the way. When there's too much of you in the way, if you're trying to do it in your own power, in your own ability, in your own strength, then you haven't given God a chance to do anything. So as you decrease, God is able to increase. As you yield, God is able to flow. As you acknowledge that you can't, then God says, okay, now I can. Because you acknowledge the fact that you can't. So when you get out of the way, then I can flow. When you end, God can begin. But when you're in the way and you're trying to do it in your own power, in your own ability, in your own strength, then you're not giving God a chance to do anything. Number three, and finally, Paul's strength was found in his weakness. Look at me. Your strength is going to be found in your weakness. Paul said, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. Why? So that Christ's power can rest upon me. Basically, he was saying, listen, 
Christ's power can't rest upon me until I get out of the way, until I acknowledge the fact that I can't do it. If you want God's power to rest upon you and to flow through you freely, then you must die to self. When you are weak, God will make you strong. But in the areas where you think you're strong, then you run the risk of not relying on God. And this is dangerous because God doesn't want you to do life without him. Now, look at me for a minute. Think about this. Jesus was God in the flesh and Jesus didn't do anything without the father. So why would we think that we could do things without the father? Jesus was God in the flesh and he relied on the father for all things. Well, we're supposed to rely on the father for all things. I'm going to close with myself as an example. So let me just use today's word. So I've been doing today's word for over 21 years. Now, by this point, I probably know how to write a little bit. And by this point, maybe I know a couple of things about the Bible. So if I'm not careful, I could attempt to do today's word without God. I could. I mean, like there are many, believe me, I know that I know preachers. I know they're preachers, they're chaplains. I met them in the military, military while, uh, a lot. I know people that do like clergy stuff without God. That God has nothing to do with it. <laughs> and so if I'm not careful, I could attempt to do today's word. I could write. I could get up in the morning and just come up with something on my own. I could, but that would be crazy. That would be foolish. This is God's platform. So if I want it to be effective, if I want the power of God to flow, then I never do it without him. I'm like, Lord, I, this isn't my assignment. I mean, you gave me this assignment. So I didn't come up with this. This wasn't my idea. I was minding my own business when you told me to do today's work. So I get up and I'm like, okay, Lord, this is all about you. What do you want to say? This is your platform. And he gives me the words and he performs the work. And it's the same way. Listen, with anything, whatever you're good at, maybe you're good at it. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that you leave God out. Just because you know how to do something, what if God wants to do something new? What if you, you're running your business and you've always done it this way and, and this way is okay, I guess, and God is trying to do a new thing and you never ask him. You never get ask him to get involved. You're running your department and you never get God involved in your department. You're, 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 you're writing whatever it is that you do on a daily basis. Uh, uh, you're building something. You're a construction worker. You're a brick mason. You're a mechanic. You're fixing things the way that you normally do. But what if God is trying to show you something different? You have to get God involved. There is power in knowing that it's not about me. There is power in knowing that it's all about him. There is power in knowing that, listen, I cannot do my life without God. And so when you acknowledge the fact that God is on me and in me and with me and for me, it is in him that I live and I move and I have my being and I yield to him and I seek him and I call upon him. And Father, I want to hear what you're saying and I want to do things your way and I don't want to do it without you. And it can't be about me because it, there's no power in me. You guys didn't tune in this morning to hear me. You, you guys tuned in to hear God in me. And so, so yes, Lord, I want to hear, this is your, what do you want to say? What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, how do you want to do it today? You get in your car and you're like, Lord, I'm going to work. And I know I have a lot of things on my calendar, but Father, you lead me. You guide me. Holy Spirit, guide me from the inside out. How do you, what do you want me to say in this meeting? I already have an agenda. I already have it all laid out. We already distributed the notes. But what if you lead me another way? Glory to God. You got to be open to the Holy Spirit. You got to yield to him. Your life is not about you. And if you ever get to the point where you acknowledge that your life is not about you, then you can make it all about him. Then God is free to flow. At that point, there's nothing that God can't do in, with, and through your life. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you not only for teaching me about your grace, but for actually pouring out your grace on me 
on a daily basis. You call me by grace from the foundations of the world before I did anything to deserve it. You then saved me by grace when I was living in sin. And you now use me by grace despite my faults and my flaws and my failures. You empower me by grace when I'm not good enough. So my life is not about me. My life is all about you. And that reality is liberating. You make me strong. Where I can't, you can. I decrease that you would increase in, with, and through me. I enter this day as a human conduit of the divine. You can bless me richly because I will never take credit for what you do through me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Head into this day knowing that you're not good enough, that your life is not about you, and it's liberating when you make your life all about him. Please do me a favor. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you and God loves you. Go have an amazing day.